What's up, everyone? Welcome to Shockcast, episode 11. Thanks for being here. Joining me today, we got the mighty Ryan Meitzler. How are you doing, Ryan? I'm going to uh, preemptively advocate for Umbrella Core as the best game of 2016 so we far. We didn't even get to the topic yet. <laughs> You're bringing up the best game of 2016. Also <laughs> with me, Giuseppe Nelva. How are you doing, Giuseppe? Can you hear me? Oh, Giuseppe, your, you. mic's, your mic's muted, I think. Oh, my God. No, Hello, just, everyone. Sorry. <laughs> he's just Italian and expressing himself with hands. Yeah, because we, we always are like this, right? Uh, but, yeah, I'm a bit tired, as you probably can notice. So, yeah. yeah, a lot of news I'm lately. Here. I'm alive. That's good. All right, so uh, we, we broached the topic already, kind of. The topic of the show is going to be the best games of 2016 so far. This is kind of game of the year watch. Uh, we're going to talk about the games we've played that are de already in consideration for being the best games this year. Uh, you probably should say why. Because, you know, we are exactly half the year into the year. Oh, yeah, of course. It makes sense. We're half the way through the year. All the best halfway through the year summer, sa uh, summer sales are going on. You got Steam. You got the PlayStation halfway through the year sale. Those are the only two ones I know of, but they're both really good. <laughs> they um, are, yeah. Today, we do not have a giveaway. Sorry about that. However, generally, we do have giveaways, and this is where we plug them. Uh, so, if you want to come, be part of the community, chat with us, uh, hopefully win future giveaways, come watch the Shockcast live. We're at twitch.tv slash DualShockersLive every Wednesday at 8.30. Uh, at least for the foreseeable time. I, I do have to take the bar eventually, but I'll let you know if that interrupts anything. You'll fail anyway, so who cares? <laughs> uh, all right. So, yeah, let's just go straight into the topic of the show. So, all right. do we want to go through... Uh, the, we didn't really talk about how we want to do this. It's the first time we're ever doing this. <laughs> Great. So, uh, just out, out, out us like that. Just start it. All right, no. Do we, do we want to game. talk games that are standing out, or do we want to just go through the list? I have a list of every game that's come out this year. Go through the list. Come on. Just, just tell right. us what you like. Okay, so we've got a list of every game that's come out in 2016, starting with the first game, which is Pony Island on Windows. But we won't, we won't talk about the bad ones. Uh, all right. Just let's... tell us which, which one is your favorite, Lou. Start like that. Favorite one? Definitely The yeah. Witness. We're talking the early, witness? early games. The Witness is fantastic. Okay. Why? Why? Well, it's Jonathan Blow. I didn't Blow. play it, so I'm asking. <laughs> you should play it. Uh, it's Jonathan Blow. I don't game. like puzzle games, so. Uh, then you'd absolutely <laughs> hate the game. But it's definitely a game that took uh, the gaming community by storm for a short while in January. Uh, it really took a very interesting spin on basic simple puzzles um, mm -hmm. without direction. So mm -hmm. it starts off very simple and ramps up to the point where all you're seeing anywhere around you, in-game and out-of-game, are these stupid line puzzles everywhere in the world. And it it's, it's really amazing how he was able to craft uh, the levels, or the, I don't know if I call them levels, it's the world, but just the game design in general where it leads you to a solution without saying anything. Which is, mm -hmm. quite frankly, the best kind of puzzle game. Mm -hmm. uh, so that, I think, is a, it might get a snub from a lot of sites when we're talking end of the year. Because yeah, it is it a January I'm sure it's, yeah. it's not the kind of game... It's not the kind... Well, of course, there is going to be like game puzzle game of the year or independent game of the year. So, But you know, right. normally, those that get game of the year is normally you know, 
AAA blockbusters. We're gonna whatever. be seeing the Uncharted I don't, Four. I don't, par- and... I don't particularly, you know, I don't particularly agree with that, but that's how it is. <laughs> right. Right. Um, all right. So, Giuseppe, what about you? So, well, my favorite game of the year. Well, but I'm going to be banal here. It's going to be Uncharted 4. Mm-hmm. Uh, Someone had I mean, to say it. I- I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so normal and absolutely, you know, not 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 very original here. And I, you know, uh, it was such of a well-crafted experience, such a ride from the very beginning to the end. People say that it started slow, but I don't think so. It actually started exactly how it should have. Um, I mean, it's not a super 100% perfect game. You but... take that back. <laughs> Sorry? <laughs> Nothing. It's, going. it's close. I wouldn't say it's a perfect 100%. No, it's, no. It's, it's not a perfect game. It can be. There, there is, there, I've never seen in my life a perfect game, even without going into the banal statement that perfection doesn't exist. I, I played games since the, the time of the Spectrum 48K. And I've never seen a perfect game. Mm-hmm. And Uncharted 4 is, is no exception to that. But, especially the, the multiplayer surely is not perfect. If it was perfect, they wouldn't have like done an enormous patch today. <laughs> right. But, yeah. But in any case, the experience is so, like, it shows that there is a lot of love that went into it. And for me, that's what makes a great game. Like it shows really every moment of the game. It even shows that, like you know, they they probably even put into the game some parts that normally main game developers would cut because they are not um, they are not like uh, very like fast paced or they even kind of break the pace. Like there is a moment at the beginning. It's at the beginning, so I don't think this is a spoiler. You 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 go and see. Nathan and, and Elena's house, and there is, and you just walk around in that house for a while. It, it, the, the game becomes walking simulator for, for a few minutes, and uh, it, there is so much love in crafting that house. All the memories, like you look around and you just see, you see, this house is it. The house of two people that love each other, that have gone through a lot of stuff each other, with each other, and. And it's it's awesome. Even just that moment, I have to say, I cried when I see that. <laughs> I did that <laughs> like an idiot. But, All right, you know, and I'm not even that attached to the series because the the first three Uncharted weren't like on the top of my list. Right. I were I was more attached to the characters, I guess, than to the series. But they weren't my ever favorite. Still, I it still caused an emotional reaction for me. Right, Ryan, your your uh, your turn. My turn. Uh, so I, you know, I, I probably agree with Giuseppe that I think uh, Uncharted is probably the best game of the year so far. Uh, but I think my favorite yeah, but so far. Mistaken. So so you have. To... I know, I know. Well, yeah, yeah. No, I'm, I'm saying uh, I think my favorite game so far of the year has been Overwatch, um, which I'm, actually I'm kind of surprised that Lou hasn't taken. I was expecting that, but um, no, no, yeah, That's, that was uh, obviously coming up. So yeah, yeah. But yeah, I think Overwatch. It's um, you know, a lot of things like overall, it's. Uh, Aside from just being an awesome game, like I don't usually play a lot of multiplayer games, uh, like only very once in a while. Um, so the fact that Overwatch has just kind of hooked me, and I still haven't stopped playing it. Like I play at least like you know a couple nights a week now at this point, and it's uh, it hasn't let up yet. And I'm I'm really excited to see uh, where they go with it. You know, coming up with some of the new characters they're adding, the maps, the modes. Um, it's not again, it's not perfect. There's definitely a lot of things like Lou when you reviewed it. 
uh, that you pointed out that it's kind of lacking in some of its features right now. The progression system could be a lot better. Um, but already we're seeing a lot of changes to it. Like they just added competitive play this this uh, this week that I'm looking to check out. I'm probably gonna suck. I'm probably gonna get my ass kicked, but I'll try it and see. Only on PC uh, so far, right? Yeah, it's only on PC. Yeah, it's coming to consoles. I guess at a later point. Don't break uh, my heart like that. Yeah, yeah. But uh, Overwatch overall, I think is my my favorite just because I love the gameplay. I love the characters. They're a lot of fun, uh, and I just can't wait to see more of what Blizzard's gonna do with the game coming up. Because obviously they're gonna support this for a while. Right. Mm-hmm. All right, so I've also got a list of every game that we've reviewed. I am the reviews editor. Every game we've reviewed since 2016 started, and I could list everything we've given a nine and a. Oh, you don't want to. You need. You need to go to get an, to take another pick. It's boring if you do lists. Come on. Oh. Let's take fine. another pick. Fine, I'll do another pick. Um, <laughs> and of course, you can, you can comment on the games someone else picked. You know, it's not like you you can. So if you want to talk about Overwatch, go ahead. Hmm. Yeah, I will talk. I got to think of more. But um, Overwatch was really fantastic. I think that that it, as much as people say it's a ripoff of Team Fortress, um, and you get a, yeah, you get a lot of dissidents <laughs> saying that. But uh, it it really is. It's, it's okay. Question. I mean, I mean, imitation is okay. It, it, there is no no chance to do anything that's entirely original. Well, let's say that Simpsons we can say honestly. Sorry, the Simpsons did it. Yeah, I mean, we can say that Blizzard is a little bit spe- specialized in imitating, but that's all right. Anyway, go ahead. Sorry. Hmm. All right. So, yeah, it, it's just a really great take on multiplayer gaming. I know a ton of people uh, who really only got into multiplayer gaming lately, uh, partially due to Rocket League, but also partially due, due to Overwatch. And I think when a game can claim so many people are playing it and it's bringing so many people into even a very specific genre that didn't play it before, that's um, that's an accomplishment. And that's <clears throat> something that has to be noted when it comes to Game of the Year consideration. And it's just great. It makes for the best GIFs on Reddit. <laughs> I will say something about Overwatch myself. Okay. okay. Uh, because I caved that I got it. <laughs> oh. Oh, whoa, whoa. <laughs> The gameplay is good. <laughs> the gameplay is good, but there is one problem for me. No story mode. That honestly, the 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 lack of a story, and I'm not talking about about the lack of single player, because mm-hmm. I would be okay if there was a story, a, a multiplayer story like in uh, Titanfall. At least this story, there is a ton of potential for a story in there. For me, the gameplay is good, but it's gameplay F- fps gameplay it's not specifically super interesting it's it's not it doesn't like exp- it, it it doesn't have an explosive advantage over other fps like team fortress or uh, other similar games um, uh, in that kind of of genre but if it had a story with those characters because the the real pull of that game for me is the characters. Mm-hmm. So if if it had a story, then it could be my game of the year. Or at least come very close to be my game of the year. But the fact that it does not have a story, and I don't, I not, I not mean a single player, but could have been a multiplayer story. Right. It, it docks a couple of points for me. Right. All right, Ryan. You have a number uh, two. I do have a number two. Uh, I am going to go with Doom, uh, which was actually one of those games that really uh, kind of surprised me this year because, um, 
you know, I didn't really know what to expect from it. Uh, like, the E3 demo last year we saw was really cool, but I know that uh, when they did the multiplayer beta, there were kind of some mixed reactions to it. Mm-hmm. Um, but overall, when I played it, like, again, like, the multiplayer when it came out wasn't really that great. It was kind of generic, but I thought the single player is fantastic. It's, like, easily, like, you know, probably one of the best uh, campaigns of the year, other than Uncharted 4 and things like that. Um, different genres, I know, but still, like, the, the campaign in Doom is really awesome, and especially if you love, um, you know, if you love a good first-person campaign, uh, like, just a straight-up... Because it, it takes itself seriously, but in a way that's kind of fun and campy, which is what I like about it, that, like, for example, there's a part in the game where it's, like, when you first encounter the demons, where <laughs> there's computer screens saying, demonic possession in progress, like, that just kind of shows you what this game is, where, like, it takes itself seriously, but in, a, like, kind of a fun, winking way, and that's what I liked about it. Right. Um, so yeah, Doom, I, I definitely recommend. Um, like I said, the multiplayer is not great. Uh, it could be better, but I think uh, even just on the single player alone, it's a really great uh, game that's worth playing. Mm-hmm. All right, Giuseppe, go. Okay, let's see. Uh, I'm going to go totally on a tangent here. I mean, a tangent. <laughs> something that many people wouldn't take because it's an MMORPG. Uh, but for me, another of the my favorite games of the year, not because it's particular. I mean, it is very good, but it's because it's taking me, not because it's super incredible as quality, but it's, that's because it's so unique between MMORPGs that it's taking an enormous amount of my time, and it's Black Desert Online, mm-hmm. which I'm wearing a shirt of it, so <laughs> uh, I'm kind of brandized today. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the first. It's actually just the first shirt I found in my drawer. It just came out of the shower. <laughs> sure. Today's shotcast is sponsored by Black Desert Online. Just putting that plug in there. <laughs> there, there is like there is like no brand inside. The brand the brand is like under the. No, actually, there is no brand. Actually, there is really not not a, not a single one. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, anyway, um, I think it's behind, but I'm not gonna turn around. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Black Desert Online is like a nanomorpg that it's like completely different from what you can find in other in other game in other nanomorpgs because it's mostly about the world itself it has an enormous world like it takes an hour if you if you want to go from one side to the other of the world uh, completely open you can go absolutely anywhere you can climb roofs of the houses there is this is one of the things that i love about it most nanomorpgs are craft the world is crafted so that you're as constricted as possible. Even the open world ones, like you can't really climb on roofs. Uh, you can't like climb every the t- towers like from outside. Speaking, there is no parkour. Uh, Black Desert Live is, is an MMORPG. It has parkour, <laughs> right. which is awesome for me. Like you, you can absolutely go anywhere, and they are adding a ton of it. Like uh, today, they added a new expansion that added another thirty percent of the world. Be like they it already started amazingly big. They released almost immediately a new expansion at thirty percent, and today they added another thirty percent, and we are like four months in, actually three and something. Mm-hmm. And uh, on top of that, it, they continue to add like new mechanics. This new expansion has an enormous desert in it. It's called Black Desert. <laughs> it, that, right. it, it didn't have a, a desert before. So now it does have a, a, an actual Is desert. The desert it's black? Not black. Oh, okay. It's not black. Well, that's my only question. <laughs> it's called Black Desert because there is a, a material that's called Blackstone that is the source of all magic. It's it's a complicated. But this desert actually has something interesting with it. It's not like just a desert that you walk over and you go wherever you want and like in any other MMORPGs. In this desert, what happens is that 
first of all, you have uh, you don't see your position in the map when you are in the desert. You mm -hmm. don't have any uh, quest marker. You, you you can't see the direction you're going. You need you need to go with your direction sense. You have to to use uh, at during the day. You have to use purified water to keep yourself hydrated, or or you start dying uh, by because of heat stroke. During the night, you have to to drink tea because otherwise you die of hypothermia. Hmm. And there are sandstorms, and when there is a sandstorm, you have to put yourself under the tent otherwise you'll die again. Like there is this this little this little survival elements that you don't see in an MMORPG. And the game is full of these little mechanics that you don't see in an MMORPG, but that immerse you in the world. And for me, it's absolutely fantastic. Hmm. Uh, it's probably the best MMORPG that I played in a long time, and I, I think I'm going to play it for a while. So that's it. For right. me, Black Desert is another of my favorite games of the year for now. At least the best MMORPG. All right, I got another one. Uh, Ratchet and Clank. I think uh -huh. that uh, let me just switch the camera too. I think they did a fantastic job with that. Uh, Ratchet and Clank is a series I never actually played at all. Really? No. Uh, that I've, I've hit most of the mascot platformers uh, and 3D collectathons, but Ratchet and Clank is not one of them. And oh. it really surprised me how well it played. The story was okay. It was kind of cheesy. Um, I get that part of that's because it's a game on a movie on a game. Um, but it, yeah, everything just felt very fluid. I, I really need to congratulate Insomniac Games with that, where uh, I could just play that game. Like, I would just put that game on and just beat up enemies for hours. Instead, Like, I wouldn't be working towards a plot. I'd just go around, be trying out all the different guns, leveling things up just for the hell of it. They, they do a great job with that. They're, I think they're practically the kings of gameplay with that, with Sunset Overdrive. Um, it's, I'm excited to see what they do with Spider-Man. Um, mm -hmm. yeah, but... There is one thing that you have to say about Insomniac. They do a lot of games, even small ones like uh, the Song of the Deep that they are doing now. Mm -hmm. It's about to come out. But they still, almost all the time, they nailed it. Yeah. Uh, maybe the the games won't be like super best uh, game of the year, but they always release like high quality experiences. They are fun and they are graphically good and yeah. uh, interesting. Even even just like Sunset uh, was basically almost a launch game for the Xbox One. Much. That was a great. That was a great game. I loved Sunset. It wasn't a launch game, right? I, I, no, yeah, it, wasn't it came out. Uh, came out a year it after. It was closed. It was closed, right? It was one of their it, it first major after, games. Yeah. yeah. So uh, and and still they managed to they managed to nail a new platform without really any problem. Mm -hmm. So that that's that's something that you have to say. They they are really really good, and even if they're if they're even if they're not like a super big uh, company because they have two hundred and thirty employees. So and that that's big but not immense. Right. Yet they can they can work on multiple games at the same time without problem. And they all are pretty good, pretty good to very good. So that's something you have to say. You you have to give them for sure. Mm -hmm. I'm surprised that Lou didn't play didn't play Ratchet and Clank. Like I don't like mascot platformers, but I played Ratchet and Clank before. I was too busy playing Ape Escape just all the time. That was like <laughs> the one that I kept playing. Even when they started getting bad, I still kept playing them. Um, all right. So you're still bad. <laughs> all right, Ryan. 
so my third pick, I don't know if this may be a controversial one or not, but Firewatch, uh, which is mm. one that I really enjoyed. Um, Just which finished I think that is, this weekend. It's oh, controversial. Yeah. Well, I, th- I think because of the whole walking simulator thing where people oh, who get cares? Kind of I mean, like, that, yeah. that's, the, that's um, the thing that people say to, to, like, to discount it, but it, yeah, it, yeah. it, it yeah. can be good. It, it, there is absolutely no, no dishonor in being a walking simulator to me. All right, I so, know, yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, tell us about it. Why do, why do you think that's worth it? Uh, I think, you know, Firewatch is not necessarily a game I think that's perfect. There are definitely some issues where I have with it um, on a couple different levels, gameplay-wise, and also the story kind of, without spoiling anything, the story kind of ends on, a lot of people kind of thought it ends on kind of an anticlimactic note. Um, I don't know if you'll agree with me, Lou, but, um, but overall I thought that the story of that game was just easily, like, probably second to Uncharted was one of the, like, my favorite stories of the year that I've played so far. Um, I just thought it hit a lot. It, it used its whole premise of, of being a quote-unquote walking simulator, but did it in a really interesting and new way that I really liked. Um, yeah, I think that's, that's pretty, and also the, the visuals. The game is, like, easily one of the most stunning games I've played this year. Just the way that it looks, the art direction of it is fantastic. Right. Four degrees. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> can, can I yeah. say something? So can I say something terrible? Yeah. I actually did not play it, but I actually watched it all on YouTube, <laughs> <laughs> and it was very, very, very pretty because I it didn't is. have the time. Time, but uh, normally when when I go to bed mm-hmm. after I finish working, I just to relax and to to fall asleep, I just watch something on YouTube. Normally it's either a documentary or something, uh, and. and that, in that period, I had Overwatch to watch, and so I, I watched someone's gameplay. I don't remember who, who was it, but it, it was very relaxing, and, and I, I, it looks incredibly, incredibly pretty. I, pretty. I actually want to play it uh, myself when yeah. I have time, yeah. but, but yeah, uh, I, I actually experienced it in another way. It's yeah. actually no, it's, it's a good game. It's not, it's not very long. It only takes a couple hours to, to no. beat. Yeah, it's, so it's, it's short. Yeah. Um, actually, now I think it's the perfect time to play it. I, it's going to go on sale eventually, and that's probably the time you want to snatch it's it on, up. It's, uh, it's on sale now on the Steam sale. It's like, 30, oh, yeah, it's like 33% Steam. off or something, that so thing. you can get it there. Good idea, yeah. But I, well, play... I don't... No, actually, I already have the PS4 version. I just didn't play it. I, I have it. Yeah, they yeah, fixed yeah. all the bugs with it. That was my big that's issue. Good. Yeah. Like, that was my hang-up. I picked it up day one. I, brought, I bought the theme. I've had the theme up, actually, since the game came out on my PS4, but... I remember it was just so jagged and stuttery uh, yeah. when it first came out, and th- they've fixed it since. It's I think it's a great experience. I I don't know if it's gonna be making a lot of game of the year charts, but the mm-hmm. it even the first like three or four minutes of that game is some of the best um, oh, narrative. The intro of that game is is pretty great. Like I love the yeah intro. that the acting is awesome. The acting is awesome. Yeah yeah, yeah. the voice acting of the two protagonists is is pretty great. Like it's. You know, especially the lady. What, what's her name? Uh, uh, oh, uh, Delilah. Yeah, Delilah. I actually like her a lot more than that. Than, uh, it's uh, Sissy Jones is the actress, I think. Yeah, it's really, really, really good. Okay, whose turn is it? Uh, your turn. My <laughs> turn. <you> okay. Am <laughs> I volunteered? <laughs> well, I, 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 I had a very, very easy one for me at least, which is Total War Warhammer. Uh, which is another one that is not a super like blockbuster game, but I, I actually it's actually I think the mo- the best-selling Total War game to date, which is not surprising, because they basically they, the the pairing between Total War and Warhammer was the most overdue ever, and mm-hmm. we finally get a good Warhammer game. It's it's an absolutely fantastic game. 
I I had and I'm having a ton of fun with it. And I'm well. I let let's give put a little bit of context. I started playing Warhammer when I was nine, <laughs> so and, and now I'm old. So it's it's a long time. Now I don't have any more time to paint the miniatures and like play the tabletop. Right. But I'm I'm happy exactly because Total War Warhammer finally it's scratching that hitch that many other Warhammer games haven't scratched at all uh, because they weren't good or they weren't good enough. But it really is the best Warhammer game I've ever played and uh, possibly the best Total War game I've ever played. I, I, would, put it, I would put it like in, uh, in the same ballpark with, um, the, with Medieval 2, which was my favorite before. Uh, but really, I can't wait to to get more content out of it because they're gonna release DLCs. I'm going to be a sucker. I'm gonna buy all the DLCs. I'm going to do. I'm going to get everything they release. I'm gonna. I'm gonna buy the next one because it's gonna be a trilogy. So, Sega, the Creative Assembly, uh, Sega has done a lot of bad lately, but this one is the good they've did. So, good. Please give me more. Give me more. I want more. <laughs> all right. Uh, next one, I actually got one. Uh, Darkest Dungeon, which I'm not sure is that out on PS4 yet. It came out. I think, um, might be. Hold on. Yeah, I forget. I haven't played it. So uh, I don't... It came out. It's an indie game. Came out on PC, Mac first, of course. But it's really, really crushingly difficult. Uh, Roguelite. Uh, it's not out on uh, not out on PS4 yet. Okay, well that's one to keep an eye on. But it came out on PC this year, so it's applicable. Um, it's a roguelite uh, RPG, which is blisteringly difficult. You go down into the dungeon, and the further you go down in these randomized dungeons, and you're looking for uh, treasure, you're trying to beat whatever end boss is there. Um, and the further down you go, the more your party starts going insane. Um <laughs> And the more, you know, if they're hit, if someone dies, they'll start reconsidering, you know, you might have them uh, develop a, uh, a disorder or something where uh, they start attacking their allies, they start going off the brink. It's re it really explores madness very well, um, and everything you do feels like it has weight, so it's something I've nice, very heavily... A nice, uh, happy game. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely not something to play uh, when you're looking for a nice, fun time. But if you're looking for something that really will just challenge you for a while, uh, mm -hmm. that's the game to go. Because you never know if anyone's going to die at any point. So, Ryan, okay. do you have any others? Yeah, I think I just have one more pick, which is uh, Far Cry Primal. Which okay. is, um, you know, a game that I think, uh, you know, coming off of Far Cry 4, you can kind of see how the Far Cry series is kind of starting to get into that pattern of, like, Assassin's Creed, where it's just kind of more iterative rather than, like, completely redefining itself. But I will say Far Cry Primal was pretty fun for the fact that I got to ride a mammoth and throw spears at, you know, cavemen, and it was really satisfying and fun. Uh, I have some great clips that I posted when I was playing the game of just doing absolutely ridiculous stuff in that game, and it was just like, I think it was just one of the most purely fun games that I played this year. Um, and I was expecting to like it, but I think it just surprised me that it, uh, even though it is pretty similar to the previous games, um, they did a good job kind of taking that setting of doing like a prehistoric version of Far Cry. 
uh, and letting me have a pet saber tooth tiger that I could just take out guys with, which was awesome. So. Right. <laughs> How about okay. you, Giuseppe? Uh, well, another one that I liked a lot uh, is um, Quantum Break. Oh, yeah. Quantum yeah. Break is very... Uh, I, I know there is a lot of people that doesn't like it for this or that re reason, and that's fine. That's legitimate. But uh, I think it's a great cinematic experience. Uh, it's probably not as good as Uncharted 4, actually, without the probably. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I think uh, they did an awesome game with quite a few elements. Uh, probably they've been held back a little bit by, uh, by having to do two platforms. But if it probably possibly if it was only on PC, it would have been better. But mm -hmm. you know, I played it on Xbox One, and it was awesome. Uh, I, I I would have liked to see. I, I would like to see for once um, Remedy doing a game like being able to not hold back at all. I'm not I'm not listing the Xbox One by the way. Right. Uh, I love my Xbox One. The only but it, it's a single. It's a it's a thing. The the fact that. Uh, the game had some technical, uh, like a, a little bit of technical hiccups here and there on Xbox One. Uh, but beyond that, I don't care. I mean, th there can be some frame rate drops and all that. I don't care. I really love the story. I love how it was told. I love the characters. Uh, I love the way time was like handled in it, like the whole thing. And, and I heard like some ferocious criticism to, uh, about that. Because this is not realistic. This doesn't work. I don't care. In a video game, <laughs> it's fun. It's fun. It's an interesting story. It's deep. the 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 characters are interesting, and all that. Right. The only problem is that I really didn't care much about the the, the TV series, but I'm yeah. sure there are people that enjoy it. I, I really didn't care much about it, not because it was uh, a bad idea to mix a TV series and a video game. Maybe it, maybe it could be a good idea, but the TV series itself was boring. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. uh, the, the idea can be good, if the TV series is good. Right. I didn't really much talk about it in, in my review, mostly because... I'm review I was reviewing the game and I didn't really care very much to review the TV series so I must re review the game as a standalone thing and you can enjoy the game as a standalone thing you know you don't really need to 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 watch much of the series to understand it but honestly if the series would have been better I think it would have been like an even better experience like the series was quality quality wise was good like mm -hmm. great actors great uh Great acting, like it. It was easily on par on par with the with the high budget series you see on TV. Okay. Yeah. The problem is that the script was boring, <laughs> and I'm and it's strange because the script of the game is so good, while the script of the series is so boring. So I don't know. I I, I thought it was written by the same person, uh, but yeah, I, I don't really know. But but the game itself is awesome, and uh, now it's on sale, and anyway. Down the line, even if you if you like narrative games, even if you don't get it now, when it drops the further, give it a try because I think you won't be disappointed. Okay, uh, we got a few comments. I said I'm going to read some out in the thread. I asked everyone what everyone's game of the year so far is. Patcar36 says, I don't know, Dark Souls 3 probably, uh, with Overwatch being close after. 
Uh, Dark Souls was good. Uh, it wasn't. It was a bit too hard for me. <laughs> I like. At least it. you're honest. I, I mean, I <laughs> love the game. The game quality-wise is absolutely fantastic. Right. In fact, I gave it the, the, the score it deserved, which is, I think, a nine. Uh, it's. I could. I would have enjoyed it. It was if it was more like Bloodborne, uh, difficulty-wise, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Which for me, Bloodborne was a li- maybe not easier. But I managed to play it better, which is strange because Bloodborne is at 30 frames per second, a little shaky, a little shaky. Yeah. So, and in that game, you you really need to be precise with frames, and, and like having 60 frames per second is much better. I I played Dark Souls 3 on PC, and uh, mostly I played I played it on console too, but mostly on PC. And uh, which very stable 60 frames per second. They they actually did a very good job on PC. Um, But even with 60 frames per second, I found a lot harder to cope with the game. I don't know exactly why. I'm not sure why. So I can't 100% identify the reasons for that. But uh, yeah, I I, I think it's an awesome game, but it can't be my game of the year because, because. because me, not me. It's because of me. It's not because of you, Dark Souls Three. Right. <laughs> um, all right. So I've. I, I think I can turn this uh, around. Let's also talk. What games? We have another one. Before. H one Z one. Yeah, H one Z one's there. I don't know if that counts. Was that twenty fifteen? I think that well, was last. It, yeah, it is. It is because before it was like in early access or something like that. So yeah, H1Z1 counts, but I'm not sure how anyone could could see it as a favorite game of the year. Like with that game, they made so many bad, wrong, absolutely crappy choices. And I'm not talking about the gameplay, but how it was handled, like dividing it like that. Oh my god. Yeah, I, there was definitely mismanagement. Sorry, I not, think. I'm not to, not not trying to diss you, the F1. Nightlow or Nightlow? Didn't. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, no. Yellow and white. Then, so, but but in any case, like the, I'm I'm sorry. I, I'm seeing uh, that company as going down the drain like very 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 fast. They're doing bad choices. The bad choice. Uh, they've been bought by someone that I don't think they really care. I don't think it's even their fault. I don't think it's the fault of the, of the folks at Daybreak. Mm-hmm. I think it's the people that bought them. They've been bought by some investment firm. At, oh. And when you're bought by an investment firm, things are bad because they're only going to care about money. So, yeah, that, that's. I, I think they are doing all the wrong choices there. And probably because they're pushed to try and, and earn as much money as possible. And not just for with H1Z1, but with everything, with all their properties. So I, I'm a little bit skeptical that we'll still still see them around in a year or two. And I mean the company, not the game. Right. All right, so let's talk games that we haven't played yet, but mm, think I are going to be I in... Have... Okay, you I have another one. I want to talk about. All right, go. It's a, it's a remaster, but I have to talk about it. Remaster. Mario Chronicles Remaster. That's that's probably the best game ever. I didn't I didn't mention it before because it's a remaster, but it's it's the best JRPG ever. It's the best strategy game ever. It's the best game story ever. The best characters ever. The best graphics ever. It's the best best. Like Valkyria Chronicles Remaster is the most 
awesome game ever. I'm sorry, if you didn't play Valkyrie Chronicles Remaster or any Valkyrie Chronicles, if you don't, if you have a PC, get it on PC. It's probably on super sale right now. Yeah, Steam. I think it's like $5 on Steam right now. So. It's 5 bucks. Yeah, yeah, I actually did see that. You, you cannot not play that game. Like, whatever is your favorite game genre, whatever you like the most, you have to play that game because it's probably the best game ever made. That's all I can say. I personally wonder how often each podcast we talk about Valkyria Chronicles. I, I think that we could find an average of it, or someone can go into it, but I'm pretty sure it we at least talk... drinking game. Yes. Oh, absolutely. It should be a drinking game. All right. So back to the original thing. Games that we haven't played yet, um, either because they have, we haven't had time or, uh, or they haven't come out yet, but we think are going to be in consideration for the end of the year. Uh, I wanna, <laughs> I'll start that out with actually but... Inside. Uh, yeah, that's actually what I was gonna say too. Yeah, in, that is out now, uh, but uh, we—I just haven't had time. I'm busy reviewing other things, uh, and it's getting everyone across the board is saying that it's a fantastic game. It's a gem. It's a—it's a must-play game. Not even like a, you know, if you liked Limbo, play this. It's everyone should play this game. Uh, I don't know anything what it's about, and that's how I love going into games. So I'm really excited to try that out. I think that's gonna. Uh, I actually so watched a little bit, uh, like actually, twenty minutes of gameplay today on YouTube because I was curious, mm-hmm. and uh, it creeped me out after the, fifth, the five minutes. Not because it's yeah. bad, but because it's, it was really, really creepy. It was this yeah. creature. Uh, that, there was a section of the game in which the character was swimming in the water, and was this creature with long hair, like looked like a, the, the old trolls, but black hair. Uh, I mean, the, the trolls, like the, the toys that you buy with the hair, like on top of that. Yeah, yeah. In the water, following him like that. I, I knew nothing of the game before, so sorry if I'm being, saying something ignorant. But that creature continuously following him, and basically you had to save himself with each section of the level by that creature following him around. And that was scary as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> It was like really, really creepy. I was like hypnotized by this thing and watching for 20 minutes. And then, yeah, I, I, I think I actually want to play it now. Okay. Uh, so I just stole yours, Ryan. Do you need some more time? <laughs> no, I, I've got a couple. I have. Uh, I had some written down. Uh, I know we mentioned before uh, Quantum Break and The Witness, which I haven't played those yet, but I really want to. Um, probably one of the other big ones I want to play is The Division, uh, which I know at this point has had kind of a drop-off, it seems, in player base. Um, but I still want to try it because I know... I think mostly out of curiosity, just because that's been a title that's been in development for a long time. We've seen it in multiple E3s. Um, so I'm just curious. And I think also living in New York, that I'm very curious to see how they rendered New York and everything. So mm-hmm. that's that's one mm-hmm. I want to play. Mm, okay. That's, that's, a, that, that's, that's still a good reason, even because you want to see how they render your city. Yeah. Uh, personally, uh, it's not out yet. It's actually quite far. But absolutely, I want to play um, Battlefield 1. I'm not a shooter mm-hmm. guy. You know that I absolutely not a shooter guy, but uh, Battlefield One. Uh, I, I am a very much of a history buff, and the Battlefield One seems to have a very interesting representation of World War One, especially because it actually shows some some nations that are not very uh, very much featured normally in history. Mm-hmm. Italy for sure, and uh, also which also Austria on the other side. Uh, the Austro-Hungarian Empire, and uh, the Ottoman Empire is another one that normally you don't see around. 
You don't see the Ottomans in many games, that's for sure. Unless it's like the Crusades or something like that. But that's definitely another game that that I'm. Well, it, it absolutely it looks absolutely incredible, uh, and, and it, it has um, air duels with Soviet camels against the Fokker DR1 and whatnot. It can be the Red Baron. So yeah, I I, I, I was excited to play Star Wars Battlefront with the uh, the Tie Fighters at Next Wing and mostly played that actually when I played Star Wars Battlefront. Uh, because yeah, I, I, I really very much like to be the grunt on the ground. I prefer to be the, the pilot on the sky. But yeah, uh, Soviet Camel and Fokker Dear One beat X-Wing, X-Wing and TIE Fighters for me. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. Yeah. No, I mean, uh, clearly that game has a ton of people behind it. Uh, I'm going through the list of other things. I'm really excited. And this is a personal thing. Uh, Phoenix Wright, Ace Attorney, Spirit of Justice. Uh, mm. Any Phoenix Wright game is a treasure for me. It's the only. This is the, the lawyer and Lou speaking yeah. now. It's oh, like... completely. I would so I would take breaks from studying for finals for law school exams with uh, Ace Attorney, like trying to figure out put a trying to put a whale on trial or something. Lou, uh, tell me that you've yelled objection in court as you've done something. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't been in court yet, but I'm planning on it. I'm going to have the background music, too. Someone is going to be kicked out of court. <laughs> I just got to find a judge who understands. I don't think there are many. Probably not. Um, so, yeah, I'm looking forward to that, and I'm going to throw another quick one in there right away. Uh, and we don't need to talk more about it because I've talked a lot if you listen to the E3 commentary, but South Park, the fractured butthole, um, super excited for. that. I love the South Park games, uh, all one of them. Actually, I love the old ones, too, but no one talks about the old ones. Those weren't really good. But uh, the Fractured Butthole, uh, I'm super excited. Uh, the trailer looks great. Hopefully they work out all those mechanical kinks they had for the PlayStation 3. I haven't tried um, the Stick of Truth on PlayStation 4, and but hopefully that also runs better. Um, yeah, so those are two of mine. Ryan, putting you on the spot. Uh I think I've got just three other quick ones that are more like on the indie side. Uh, okay. So from earlier this year, we had uh, that Dragon Cancer, which is uh, sort of an indie narrative experience where it was about this father creating a game for his son that died of cancer, and it was kind of his way of coping with his son's loss, um, which I have yet to play, but I do definitely want to get into that. Uh, Oxenfree, which is another kind of like psychological indie thriller that I didn't get to play yet. Right. Uh, and uh, Severed, which is from Drinkbox Studios. Mm -hmm. uh, I was a big fan of Guacamelee, and uh, and obviously uh, PlayStation Vita games uh, exclusives are kind of few and far between, so Severed is one that I definitely want to pick up at some point, too. Mm -hmm. All right. I have a question for you, Lou. Yes. Since you, you are a fan of, of Ace Attorney, okay? Okay. And I, I actually used to be when I was like much younger, but how can you cope with the way it's localized? That's ridiculous. Oh, everything about the series. I mean, I I, I understand the localization's awful. Um, on the other, like, that's probably the worst localization ever made. It it helps in some aspect that I don't understand a lick of Japanese, um, so I wouldn't actually know what's happening. If the localization wasn't there, that yeah, being... but, I mean, sorry, Lou. Yeah. How can you not notice that that's not America? Oh, that's that they're not so eating clear. hot dogs or whatever they they 
they adapted the onigiri yes yeah or i it was pancake no i i don't remember what they what they adapted donut i think or yeah donuts how the hell can you cope with that <laughs> i can't i i can't do that I, I really can't oh yeah no it's it it's awful it really is some of the sections but then again it's a game where i keep going back to it they put a whale on trial so i mean <laughs> You know, you, you suspend. How do you pet? How do you put a whale on trial? I, I actually didn't. In which one was that? Because I played the first two. I played. And the, the, there were only two. I no, played. it was in. It was in one of the first two because the that's the. Really? Those are the ones I remember the most. Um, mm, that's weird. Then I don't remember it. Yeah, it might have been like uh, an extra or something. Um, but it it was there. You got to suspend your disbelief to play those games, uh, or. To, to some extent, at least. Uh, we got some some other things. I asked, okay. what game is everyone looking forward to in 2016? And in the chat, uh, DF Fintel, the, the name we can't pronounce, is The Tomorrow Children. That's one I wasn't expecting to hear. Well, yeah, that's one I, I'm, like, I'm really looking forward to. It's better together with No Man's Sky, for different reasons, of course. Right. Um, also... Uh, World End says Infinite Warfare, uh, the campaign specifically, because it's made from two guys from Naughty Dog, and it has yeah. Jamie Gray in it. Um, and Number 8 Axel says, since I have not finished The Witness, uh, Uncharted 4 is currently the best game. So, uh, yeah. I agree, I want to play the, the campaign of Infinite Warfare 2, and again, I'm not, I'm not a, in, uh, a shooter guy, but the, the new take with, uh, with science fiction... Starships and all that is interesting for me. I know a lot of fans hate it, but for me, it's, it's makes the games fresh. So I'm I I want to play it definitely. Right. I think after E3, a lot of people are a lot warmer on. Possibly. Uh, yeah, they, they showed some interesting stuff there. Um, some things we didn't bring if up. It, if it's good, if it's good, I can say people. I told you so. <laughs> <laughs> because I I said it from the very beginning. I even wrote an article about it. Uh, some things we didn't bring up. We didn't bring up Watch Dogs 2. Yeah. That's that, because I'm very cautiously optimistic about that. I don't like the protagonist. I'm I'm the same boat. Mostly because I didn't really like the first Watch Dogs. But I'm hopeful that, the, that Watch Dogs... No, I'm actually, I actually like the first Watch Dogs, but I don't like the protagonist of a new one. Mm -hmm. <laughs> People, oh, everyone I, loves him. I don't. I don't, I don't know. Like, I just I hope that Watch Dogs 2 kind of fix a lot of the problems I had with the first game. So I'm cautiously optimistic on it and hope... Uh, hope that you know that it improves on the first game a little bit right um also final fantasy 15 coming out <laughs> well i was about to say that <laughs> it's probably talk about it go ahead game, uh, more than everything i don't know why i didn't mention it before but definitely that's my most anticipated game and for various reasons but mostly because the the, the team put so much effort into it and it deserves to be great and i hope it will be like i have very 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 high hopes for that Right. Yeah, I'm, I'm really anticipating it too, but it's less so for the game. I, I'm really curious to see how people react to it, uh, how it sells. Uh, it's kind of the same way happened um, with The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. After watching the gameplay, I'm interested. But I was more curious to see how people were going to react to it. I, I think sometimes that's even better news, especially when stuff is gone for so long. Um, do you have another one, Ryan, that you're thinking of? 
Uh, I think for the rest of the year, probably Last Guardian is the one that I'm looking forward to. I feel like mm-hmm. that's kind of in that Final Fantasy uh, 15 boat, where it's you know it's been in development a while, and I'm mostly just kind of curious to see uh, how it turns out. And I'm hoping it turns out good. I mean, you know, we'll have to see because obviously it shifted development from PS3 to PS4 and, and all that. But um, I'm hopeful because I love Eco and Shadow of the Colossus. So I hope this is as, as good as those. Right. I have another one too. Okay, go. Uh, that uh, Forza Horizon 3, I definitely want to play that one. I'm actually in trouble <laughs> because it comes out when I'm in Japan and uh, I can't bring my Xbox One with me in Japan or my P- decent PC. The only thing I can bring to Japan because it's small, it's my PS4. Mm-hmm. So either I, I'm hoping that uh, Microsoft does what they normally do, like they send it over for review like a lot earlier than, than release. So right. I can actually play it before going to Japan, because I really want to play it as soon as it comes out. I really want to review it, but uh, you never know. Otherwise, someone else would have to. Uh, right. Even if I'm kind of the dedicated racing guy, well, I, I guess it's not it's not for the motorsports, so it's less like hardcore racing. Mm-hmm. But it looks really great, and I really can't wait to play it. Even if I don't review it, I'm gonna play it after after I come back from Japan. Right. But yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to it. On the other end, you could always just pick up an Xbox One S. It'll be 40% smaller. Yeah, but I don't have the money for it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I do, but I don't want to spend it. I, yeah, have, yeah, I have an yeah. Xbox One with my Kinect and everything. Like, I, I, I don't want to buy another one. I'm sorry. I'm not much the the redesigned kind of guy. I may buy Scorpio if it's good yeah, uh, when it comes absolutely. out. Definitely. But for me, buying a... A dedicated, a dedicated console that has the same performance, especially since I don't have a 4K TV and I don't plan to have one anytime soon, uh, doesn't do it for me. I mean, I, I know what they do, why they do it, and I think for people that don't have an Xbox One, it's an awesome thing. Uh, just not for me. <laughs> so I will have right. to bring my PS4 as usual, even because I'm going to Japan. I'm going to pick up games there. Right. So, you know, uh, having a, I can bring them both because, you know, no, uh, the the good thing about bringing a PS4 is be- is because it actually uh, fits into a com- a laptop. Uh, An Xbox bag. One you did to put into a whole suitcase by itself, probably. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I, the, actually, the I, I have an, an article on the site uh, that shows me actually bringing the PS4 in Japan with all the things I have to go through and all that. The the PS4 fits in your laptop bag, so it's not counted as a hand baggage for most. Uh, for uh, most airlines, it just counts as extra. You can bring it. You don't need to pay anything for it. Oh, that's great. Yeah. But, yeah, the Forza Horizon is definitely one I want to play. Okay. I got two more. Uh, nope. Those are going to be, I think, the last for me. But I'm very excited. These are personal ones. These are things that I actually don't think are going to make it onto Game of the Year. Um, mm-hmm. But Psychopath Mandatory Happiness. Very excited for. Nope. I'm don't have a dang and rompa this year so i hope this scratches that itch uh did, look, you, did, you, did you watch the anime i didn't and i'm looking forward to really that. go uh, watch the anime you told i have uh when does it come out the 13th it's not the of same September. story you have I, to watch the anime i have three months <laughs> um that and it's awesome by the way the, the anime is, is awesome I imagine. Uh, Paper Mario Color Splash, I'm also looking forward to. Uh, not because I think it's going to be good, because it probably isn't. It's got the same uh, the same 
battle system and a sticker star, it looks like. But I always like the humor in Paper Mario, and I like how it's designed. Uh, it's kind of a shame they just won't remake Thousand Year Door at this point. But looking past that, it, it looks it looks like a fun game. Uh, it's something that might be on the Wii U best games, because Star Fox certainly isn't making that. Um, so yeah, that, I, I like bringing out my Wii U every once in a while, finding it in my cellar, and just bringing it upstairs. Ryan, do you have another? Because I have one. I have uh, one more quick one, which is uh, Dishonored okay. 2, which is, uh, okay. yeah. I, I really love the first game a lot. Um, I, I especially, I really like stealth games a lot. They're, you know, they're a genre mm-hmm. I really enjoy. So, um, I'm yeah, I think just more than anything, I'm just curious to see what they do for the sequel, because I think the first game laid such a good foundation for, like, this really cool world and all these awesome characters. Um, and Dishonored 2 just looks to be improving on that in, like, every way, at least based on the demo that they did at E3. So, I'm excited right. for mm-hmm. Dishonored 2. And yeah, I have another one before we finish. Yeah, go, oh, go ahead. Do you have one, Lou? No, no, I was saying, go ahead. Okay, I have another one, which is Niho. Mm. Uh, that's another one that's definitely, probably, I, I'm going to like at least the story and the flavor more than uh, than Dark Souls 3. Because the the flavor, which we already saw, I, I, I'm not sure about the gameplay yet, because I tried the, the, the demo and it was great. But it was still a, a very, very challenging, but it was still good. I actually like the stances. It was a little bit slower than Dark Souls 3, so I like the the whole thing that you run out of stamina if you keep attacking, and and you really are armless if you if you go overboard. Uh, but um, I really interested in the story and the flavor of the game more more than anything. So I'm really gonna look forward to it. And I have to say, my real game of the year, and it's probably not going to change in, in, until the end of the year, is absolutely and definitely Dead or, Dead or Alive Extreme 3. Just so. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Judging on how much we uh, use the pictures on our site, I, I was gathering that at least. Why not? Why not showing people good stuff that looks good, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I can is good. Okay. So I think... Um... I think that's everything. I think we've covered the sprawl of what's coming out for 2016. we got a lot of great games coming out. We had a lot of great games already come out, so go and try all those. Um, but yeah, I say we wrap up. We actually... Do you want to go, to briefly talk about our 8-bit idiot for this week? We kind of did before. Uh, but yeah, let's just give him the <laughs> shout-out. Ryan, you brought it up, so it's your turn to talk about it. Uh, so for this week, for 8-Bit Idiot, we're, discuss- we're just talking briefly about the whole uh, sort of thing that went on with uh, Quirk Ford, which is a, a car dealership in Massachusetts uh, that unwittingly used some artwork that should be pretty familiar to fans of Firewatch, uh, which is basically they used in an uh, email advertisement or like an e-blast where they used uh, artwork from Firewatch. And it was pretty funny because a lot of they, they put out this email and then a couple people uh, quickly brought up and saying, hey, that's from Firewatch. So uh, this quick this kind of turned into, uh, I think, like, Campo Santo, the developer of Firewatch, they kind of, you know, took it. In, they, they didn't really take hard feelings about it. They just said, you know, oh, you know, no hard feelings or whatever. Um, but there was some pretty vicious, uh, <laughs> vicious, you know, reaction from people, at least the stuff that I saw on Twitter for people saying, oh, why did you just rip them off and stuff like that? So I think, and, you know, this isn't something that, that that's uncommon. Like, we've seen this before where we just had this happen, what, last year with Uncharted 4 with the, the trailer where they used the art from Assassin's Creed where oh, I think yeah. it's just sort of an example of 
what happens i think if you don't properly vet the you know assets or the artwork that you're getting from places so it's um you know it's i think it's a good example of that type of thing when it happens you right. know, whether intentionally or not yeah what kind of if me was the way you reacted to it like if you if you look at Nelsie dog as soon as that as it happened they immediately owned it they immediately changed it they they immediately apologized on the other hand ford they kind of were like oh we got just got it from this side and nda uh, compliant side, blah blah blah, you know. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. Were... NDA compliant side just means that if you send them an NDA, they're gonna take things down. Doesn't mean that everything they have is is royalty free. Right. Yeah. So uh... yeah, own it, own it, and apologize. It's not like uh, people are gonna sue you or whatnot. But you know, it doesn't take much to 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 have an humble approach. It almost seems like oh, this guy's video game. So who cares? We big, we make cars. We big, we strong. You know. <laughs> Yeah, it is kind of ridiculous. So, um, yeah. All right. We're, we're in a bit of a rush. So let me yeah. just quickly go through um, the June, the next week's releases. Uh, mm-hmm. So coming out on the 30th, we have Box Box Boy, exclamation point, on 3DS. Um, for July, we're already in July. Holy shit. July 5th, Carmageddon Max Damage coming out on PC, PS4, Xbox One. Uh, Romance of the Three Kingdoms 8 coming out on PC and PS4. Fury coming out on PS4. Uh, and Lost Sea coming out on PC and PS4. So not a ton of games, but a few. Good week to go and catch up on your backlog. Uh, I was going to say, you can catch up on all the games that we just talked about today. So. Yeah, Inside yeah. just came out, so go play that. I hear that's fan- fantastic. Um, Alright, so that is everything. Let's do the social media plugs. If you're looking for us anywhere... You can find us uh, on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Just look up DualShock you're going to find us. If you go on YouTube, look up DSTV Originals. Clearly for DualShockers TV if you didn't catch that. Uh, if you want to come watch and be part of the show, uh, join us every Wednesday at 8.30 p.m. at twitch.tv slash DualShockersLive. Finally, you can find round-the-clock news coverage, reviews, features, and editorials over at DualShockers.com. And, yeah, that's the show. Thanks, everyone, for showing up. On to the theme music. See you, everyone.